welcome back to the Dinosaur Man sidecast with me, Alex Hudson. We're well into Shocktober by this point. I say well into, this is the second episode. Uh, Shocktober, I maintain, is a fantastic title for this month. Um, so last time we talked about Leprechaun, which is not a traditional horror film by any stretch of the imagination. This episode, we're going to, we're going to explore a film that is from a well-established franchise that most of you, I imagine, will have seen at least one of the films in. But it's not the one that most people would have seen. Um, the reason I've chosen this film is twofold. I, I believe it is the best film in this franchise. I think it's underappreciated by a lot of the audience. And... It seems a fitting tribute to Wes Craven, who recently passed away. Now, Wes Craven is is a titan of the horror film genre. You don't need to look far to find films that he's been involved with and series that he has made successes of. This, I believe, is his best work in this series, and it's Wes Craven's New Nightmare uh, which is sort of part of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. It's an interesting case, though, because it doesn't feel like it's a, it's not really continuing on from, say, the last six films. But it deals with some of the same characters. But let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. So New Nightmare is a meta horror film, essentially. It focuses around Heather Langenkamp, who was the actress who played Nancy in the first Nightmare on Elm Street film. It basically centres around Freddy Krueger invading the real world, coming into the, the the reality that we live in. Now, Heather Langenkamp plays herself, whereas Craven plays himself. It's essentially following the real... Yeah, it's following the real-life actors. Obviously, not it's not a documentary or anything... But it's shot in a way that you would think, okay, so this is this is a film about the film industry and about working on these films. So he Wes Craven basically has to persuade Heather Langenkamp to play Nancy one last time in order to defeat Freddy Krueger in reality. The important thing that this film gets right is that Freddy Krueger's depicted as a bit more of a He's a more menacing presence now. Um, he, the first, the first of the Nightmare on Elm Street films is fine, and it sets the tone quite well for the rest of the series. Although it seemed to fluctuate during that series between overly comical and then trying to be too serious. Now, if you haven't seen Nightmare on Elm Street two, it's just bizarre. Um, but it's one of those films that sort of you look at the first film and you go, oh, okay, so this has got a bit of comedy. And then the second one, there seems to be a huge amount of sort of cheap laugh moments. Not all of them work, but you can tell they're there. They've been put in for a reason. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors is great. The other ones are fairly forgettable, actually. But he's an iconic character nonetheless, mainly because of the look. Now, his look gets updated in New Nightmare. He becomes a little more what Wes Craven originally intended him to be when he when he first came up with him. So it deals with Heather Langenkamp's husband, who who works as a um, 
special effects artist and uh, he, he's working on the new Nightmare on Elm Street film without her knowing and basically gets attacked by Freddy's glove. And then it's all about her having to deal with that as well as having to deal with Freddy coming into reality as well as having to make sure that her son's fine. So the big departure here is that the dream sequences that you come to expect from the previous films in the in the franchise don't really come into play as much here. To say it's grounded in reality is sort of true. There are obviously parts of it where it seems completely far-fetched. I'm not saying that it's not. But the way it's done is right for this film. Now, this was released in um, 1994, which is a couple of years before Scream was released. And Wes Craven was involved with Scream as a director and I think co-wrote the script. And it's an interesting sort of look into that sort of meta-horror film. So Scream excellently kind of took apart the horror genre and said, right, well, these are the things that always happen. So having and then they establish the rules of the genre and then they establish okay well this is how to get around these rules and this is how to survive a horror film blah 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 this sort of acts it feels like it acts as the warm-up for scream for Wes craven it's a it's a meta horror film that deals with a very well established character one of the icons of horror there's only a few but he, you know, Freddy Krueger, it's hard to hard to argue that he isn't an icon of horror. He's been around for 30 years. This film took a look at that series, and towards the end of the series, he hadn't, Wes Craven hadn't been involved as much, and actually said, well, you know, this is too much of a departure from what I originally intended it to be. This film allowed him to come back into the fore and say, right, this is how I want to do it. This is how Freddy is. This is what Freddy is supposed to be. So you don't get the cheap jokes. You don't get a lot of the sort of whimsy of some of the other installments. What you get is a more terrifying film, whilst at the same time not really feeling like it's a uh, not really feeling like it's a nightmare on elm street film so it's kind of interesting to watch it and go oh okay i think i know where i am with it and then go oh actually maybe maybe this is a completely different film than i was expecting if you haven't seen any nightmare on elm street films you probably should rectify that you know it's 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 a well, it's a well done series for some of the instalments. The original and Dream Warriors are by far the best instalments other than this. Uh, the rest, I'm not a huge fan of. I, I like the character. I enjoy the fact that they got films out of it. But the first one, Dream Warriors and New Nightmare are the best examples of this franchise. If you want to judge it, please judge it on those films rather than all the other shit ones. Uh, and please don't judge it on Freddy vs. Jason. So yeah, again, this is this is a film that you will have... You will instantly sort of feel, okay, I know this world. But because it's set in the real world rather than 
Elm Street, you do get that sense of, oh, okay, so they're just doing something different with it and it freshens it up a little bit, which is what it really needed after six installments. So yeah, I'd recommend getting getting this one. I think it might be on Netflix. I'm not 100% sure. But if it isn't, do seek it out somehow. You know, go and buy an issue. You know, you owe it to Wes Craven to check this film out. It's it's really well done. So please, you know, if you're if you're going to if you're going to make assumptions on on a, on a series, just wait until you've seen this one because I really like it. I think that'll be it for this week. Um, we will be back again soon uh, with the next instalment of Shocktober, which, come on, guys, that's that's good. Shocktober? Come on, get on board. Um, if you hate that title, please get in touch with me on Twitter at DMSidecast. Get in touch with me in real life if you see me. Uh, if you don't like it, you know, just... I, I know it's a cheap pun, but I quite like it. Uh, and I don't do puns that often. My my Twitter feed will attest to that. And stand-up comedy audiences will also attest to that. So if you want to get in touch, get in touch on Twitter, at DM Sidecast. I've got a few more of these lined up for the rest of the month. And again, this one seems like it's, it's a departure from last week when we talked about um, Leprechaun. And this one is much more of a horror film. Next week, I'm not sure what it is yet. I will be recording immediately after this one, I think. <laughs> so I should probably find out. But that's all for now. Thanks for listening to the Dinosaur Man Sidecast. I've been Alex Hudson.